You ready? I'm ready. your spiritual podcast station bringing you the uncut unblocked and unscripted this is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side everything from a to z we are live right now in the 1831 studio. My name is Natia Moore. And I'm Anthony Fliggins. And this is Pastor Anthony Said. Thank you all for joining us on this episode of Pastor Anthony Said. Yep. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share on our YouTube channel, Pastor Anthony Said. How are you? I'm doing all right in yourself. I'm doing good. I'm good, doing very, good, very, good. very, very good. On How was your weekend? My weekend was good. I was off. It was went by kind of fast. Worked okay. on some music. It was in the studio. Okay. So it was great. It was good. It, it was, was good. good. My weekend, weekend was um um I had to do a, I had to help um, a friend do a funeral. Uh, but yeah, yeah for okay. Deacon, yes, 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 a great man, and mm. um, you know, they're wa- uh, worshiping with them and uh, celebrating with them, and uh, it's funny to call it a celebration, but you know, it, it pleases the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, for the death of the saints, mm. because you know they lived a good life, yeah, and they lived a life well lived, and so you get to a point where you you sad, but we don't sorrow as others. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. We know, you know, the life that we lived is worth celebrating. And uh, we moved forward after that, and uh, to God be glory. So, how old was he? Um, he was going on this Deacon Deacon Miller, and he's always on our podcast. Wow. He, yeah, yeah, he was always on the pod. He was always listening to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? He was always yeah. listening to our Sunday services. Wow. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah. You know, uh, so yeah. So Deacon was, I think he was either 70 or pushing 70, something like that. Yikes. And so, you know, wow. it is what it is. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We celebrate with them and, oh. and, and we pray for them and rejoice with those that rejoice. Yeah. And the Bible said we weep with those that weep. And so, yeah, I spent the weekend with them, family, mm-hmm. you know. And I think, yeah, 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 with Hassan, to mm-hmm. God be glory. And um, after that, that was that was pretty much my 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 week, you know. Cool. Yeah, that's it. That that was it. So what to about God, today? Today I work today. You know, today today I work today I work. Now when I say I work, I'm not talking about physical work. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So people ask, what do I do? I make things happen. <laughs> right. Why did I know <laughs> you was going to say do. something slick? Like that's what I do. People <laughs> always say, "What do you do?" You know, I'm not like Tommy. I got a job. Man. Right. You right. Never work. Man, you know I got a job. You ain't got no uh, job. That's not me. No, no, no. I make things happen. So I'm in <laughs> real know, estate. Right. I'm in real estate. I'm in construction. Uh-huh. So that's what I do. Many hats. Um, and uh, say it again. Many hats. Many hats. Yeah. So I've been doing this for some time now, and uh, now that I'm in it, I am, I am, I am taking another course. In the way I'm doing this work and how I'm, so my, a lot of my work is by virtue of delegation. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just making sure that you know these projects get done. Now and I'm taking these projects on uh, by volition. It's not because I have to. Mm-hmm. It's not because I have to. A lot of people that I deal with, I'm helping. So yeah. it's not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people I deal with, I'm helping them already know, so there are no strangers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not out vying for jobs and for work. That's not what I do. But I have a I have a, a large community around, me. Mm-hmm. and so I'm always finding myself helping people out. And um, sometimes you know, sometimes it's lucrative, and sometimes you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know. And a lot of times people meet in that leadership role. Free. Right? <laughs> 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 Pro like, bono. <laughs> in the leadership role, or whatever, like delegating and things mm-hmm. like that. People think that it, it's like lighter or like it's easier, but it's it's actually more intense because you become. 
responsible. Ultimately, you're still re- you're accountable for the whole team. So yeah. if something doesn't get done, like it's still on you. You still yeah, have yeah, to defend yeah, it. You yeah, have yeah. to. So yeah. So delegate. Yeah, and delegation is delegation is delegation is important. I think the thing about delegation, well, everyone's different when it comes mm-hmm. down to this. Right. Everyone's different when it comes down to how they delegate, and how they lead. True. There is no one type of leader. No, it's not. There are a few different types of leaders. A lot of different styles. You know, and mm-hmm. um, when you get dealing with delegation, when I'm dealing with delegation, I have to learn that no one, most people won't do it the way I want it done. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean it's not the right way. Right. And so sort of when somebody do things that I do, you know what I'm saying, different than the way I would have done it. Right. You know, I, I used to like, okay, well then get out the way right. and let me fix it. Uh-huh. I was so bad that after they did the job, I waited till they leave and spend another four hours on a project by myself going over the things they did mm. just because it didn't look like the way I wanted it to look. Right, right. But sometimes, and the man told me this, he said, Anthony, your problem is you don't know how to take form over fashion. Mm. He said, that's your problem. The problem is you don't know how to take form over fashion. Somebody said they can't hear us. I wonder why they can't hear us. They can't hear me on here. Apparently. I can't hear you guys. She said, I can't, they said, we can't hear you guys. You can't hear us on my live? I mean, me we're not live on the... I'm, I'm on my live. So saying. hold on one second, everybody. Let me, let's get this together real quick. I probably, because they have on my, uh, my Bluetooth. Oh, your Bluetooth. It might be on. Let me see if I cut this off and see what it would do now. Okay, Britt, can you hear us now? Somebody please let us know. If you just tune know. in, this is past the If you just tune in, we need to know if you can hear us. We need to need thumbs up. Like something. Likes, hearts. Hearts, something. Can you hear shoes. us? Let us know if you can hear us. Clovers and blue Let me say that's something. Let us, know if you, <laughs> let us know if you can hear us now. Uh, if not, i had cut off and come back on again. But let us know if you can hear us. But where I was going at was delegation. Uh, oh, they say you can hear us now. That was what it was. Form over uh, so we were dealing with, we were talking about delegation and taking form over fashion. Uh-huh. And uh, the man told me, you have to take form over fashion. And what I mean, he said, it look, can look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. He said, but... The formula is right. The plumbing doesn't have to be like this. The electric doesn't have to be like that. The HVAC doesn't have to be like this. But is it, does it work and will it pass cold? And I had to learn that, yeah, it did work. It did pass cold. And I have to sort of just let it go and know that everyone has their different style of working. But that's what I've learned. And so now I'm okay now. And Mm -hmm. now now, now, if it pass, I'm okay. Right, right. Yeah. 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 So that's it. it. Yeah. yeah, that's a pretty valuable lesson, I yeah. think, for people. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we got Danton back. What is the day? Yes. What's up, everybody? God bless. How you doing, Dan sir? Praise Whitley. the Lord. Praise good, the Lord. Good, I'm good, 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 I'm good, good. Reintroduce yourself. My name is Danton Whitley. Okay. I'm the assistant pastor of Refuge Temple Church of God in Christ. Good. In Aberdeen, Maryland. Beautiful, yes. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Also Thanks. founder of Mosaic Sounds Entertainment. Come on. Yeah, yeah, Bring yeah. Bring all your musical needs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Church of God in Christ. No, it's not Kojic. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> all your musical needs. <laughs> all right, Mark, it's called Marketplace Ministry. Marketplace Ministry. Yes, <laughs> right. yeah. You know what I call that? <laughs> M&M's. <laughs> and ministry and money, Doc. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> call it M&M's now. Yeah. Oh man! So, so so be moving forward. All right. So if we if you tuned in last week, um, it got a little it, very interesting. Right. Got a little steamy. Uh, we were initially having a conversation. I'm just going to recap a little bit. We were initially having a conversation. Um, we were talking about um fear, and uh, without the fear, for example, one of the examples was, um, without fear, without the fear of the storm, um, how would 
how would one like what did you say you said without the fear of a storm that that basically projected us to uh, build buildings out of brick and things like that like basically if there was no fear if there was no um issues if there was nothing out of the fear basically a lot of the things that are we have today we wouldn't have a lot of those explorations and things like that that we have um the reason for the explorations have had a lot to do with fear that's one of the things that you, you know saying, you know you know we were talking about um the negative emotions where negativity come from right and but i'm saying that i'm drafted from that negativity it was part okay, of yeah, I'm just fast-forwarding yeah, to, yeah, to the... Yeah. Okay, go ahead and give the precursor for so, what it was. Yes, yeah, so, so we were talking about negativity, and where did that negativity come from, and is that negativity innate? Well, fear is one of the... Uh, sort of one of the wings of negativity, or could be the wings of negativity, mm-hmm. because sometimes when we fear, we have fight or flight. Right. You know, we go into this mode, what are we going to do? But is it negative? Is it innate? Is it us? And I was saying that when we have these fears, sometimes with those... Uh, fear of something. It could be a fear of a storm. Um, it could be a fear of an animal. It mm-hmm. can be a fear of death. It can be a fear of height. It could be a fear of anything. Those fears have caused man, humanity. Um, now, I don't want to. I don't want to use the word humanity. I use mankind. Okay. To create some of the things that we have today, some of our future comforts today have actually come from the things that we once feared. We feared it. We overcame it. And now we have built something to deal with those internal issues that we have. And I think that we are still building that way. Okay. I still think that's innate in all of us. So that's, that's what I, that's, that's what I, that's how I feel about it. Okay. Um, is it a right or wrong answer? I don't know, but it is an observation. Okay. You know, it's worth, worth observing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. Go okay. For it. So with the, with the, the, with that and it, it, went into uh, this huge discussion about fear, and then Danton commented, and he said, as long as there is sin, there will be fear. Right. Um, and then he said, without sin, fear doesn't exist. And the Bible says the perfect love cast out all fear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your rebuttal was that this was, that's an apocalyptic scripture. Yeah. Um. So I guess if we could start there, I guess, um, with when you first commented with as long as there is sin, there will be Fear without sin, fear, wherever you were going with that. Can you explain it further, like what, what, what exactly you meant? Hey, can, can we start like this? Before you just, how do you see the Bible when you see okay. words like this, mm. when you see it, when you, when, you, when, you, when, you are, when you are grabbing the word or whether the word has grasped you or your grasp of the word? You know what I'm saying? The Bible says um, uh, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, and which we have looked upon in our hands have handled the word of life. That life that we've been seeing that was manifest to us and shown unto us that eternal life that was with the Father and is now manifested unto us. So it is the word that we are able to handle. Mm-hmm. The word that was with the Father and now it is manifested unto us. Now how, are, how do we handle God's word? When you deal with it or when God deals with you. In the sense of when you see something, read something, or the Lord speaking your spirit concerning something, especially something like the scripture of fear. Mm-hmm. Like, how does God deal with you? And what, what, what model do you take? What mandate do uh, you accept? I, first, I think, I believe the Bible is the only infallible written word of God. Um, I believe that the Bible is a living document, you know, like I believe like it, it was relevant years and years ago and it's relevant to every single detail of our life. Um, so I handle the Bible. Well, 
Second Timothy 15 says, in this international version. Yeah, sure. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Yes, sir. So um, correctly handling the word of God, I believe you have to do it. Because it's a living document, it is spiritual. I think you have to do it through the spirit. I think that's the only way that you'll really understand the Bible. Does that answer your question? Yeah, keep on going. Okay. Oh, but before that, I disagree, man. I don't. I. I don't think. Uh, I don't know if you said all of the creations we made are from fear, or a lot of the creations we made are from fear. Was that? Can we that's that? correct. What is that? That's a lot correct. of them or all of them? A lot of them. A lot of them. Majority okay. of them. The majority of them. Ninety-five percent. Ninety-five percent. That's what. Ninety-eight. Ninety-eight percent. Ninety-nine. No, I. I'm up there. I'm up there. Because I, I think that we feel. I think because let me tell you how I feel. Let's just just to give okay. you a point. Just so, I think that we were. Um, if anyone was afraid of sunburn mm-hmm. because they've been burnt by the sun, and I don't want you to be burnt by it. So guess what they do? They make sunscreen. Mm-hmm. But you had to get burnt for You had to have a fear, a healthy fear of that, not just a reverence or a respect. Like, that hurt. I yeah. don't want to hurt no one else. And so now that all of us. causes cancer. See? So I, don't, I would see? Let's, let's prevent the, you know. See, that's how I feel. Somebody, it, somebody was scared of something and says, let me do something about it. So I'm going to have to experience that again. I agree. I agree, and this is a small. It's a small point of our discussion today. Yes, sir. But <laughs> I think most of creations were created out of um, love, or created out of being lazy or ability. You know, like they created roads because you know they had the cars. You know, we well, we we need something for them to drive on because we don't want to walk or we don't want to ride horses. Like they, they weren't afraid of anything. They were just. I don't want to say, I'm just using lazy for lack of a yes, better term. You know well, what I mean? Okay. I don't know or, if I'm called lazy. Or uh, I guess progressive, but it's not out of fear. It's out mm-hmm. of just being progressive. I'll say, I'll say progressive instead of lazy. Okay. But in an, in an effort to be progressive, okay, so let's not, you know, let's, let's create planes. We can travel long distance because we're not afraid. We want to go across waters. We want to explore the world. So I think a, a lot of creations were made because of yeah, progressive, being progressive okay. or because of love, like music and art. A lot yeah, of these yeah, things are yeah. created because of love and passion. I think I this has influenced culture, which creates architecture, which I think still goes back to most creations that are made out of love and, you know, being progressive. Okay. I, yeah, I guess it depends on how you look at it. Because someone could say there was a fear of being late. And that's why they needed the car to get there. On to, I mean... It, it, I don't know. I, I think it go I go for it. Go more into what you into into that into that uh, explanation. Oh. So love is love. Love has a creative element to it. Oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah. You know, love, w- love has a creative element to it. I yeah. can I, I, I can I mean that might go in my two percent. Yeah. Love so is so restate 2%. what you said as far as the the percentages because I don't think that was clear on here. I was saying like most of the things that I said most of the things that we have today and that most of our creature comforts. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, was I was, was based upon something that something that someone feared, feared. Mm-hmm. and what I mean by fear that they were afraid of. Mm-hmm. So they were afraid of the dark, and they made fire, mm-hmm. not made fire, but you know what I'm saying, light. Invented, invented it, oh, well. invented it, or not invented, but you yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Uh, 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 and and just those things that we saw, and so now if I'm afraid of it, I'm gonna have to deal with it. Or I'm going to share that fear with another generation. Mm-hmm. 
that's what I'm seeing. Like so, did Which goes it, so back to the exploration you were talking goes about. Goes back all to things. all those things in the beginning and how we deal with life. And I'm just and I just feel like I just feel like, and the better and the more we begin to grow and develop as human beings, the more we begin to evolve, the more we begin to expand and be advanced. I do believe that we were shaking off some of those things we were afraid of in the past. So we won't have to be afraid of them again. Okay. That's how I Yes. Feel. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. I, I agree that a lot of them are made out of fear. Um, but most of them are made, I'll say again, love. From love. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Or, or the, the need or the desire to be progressive. Like nothing in this church was made out of fear. Okay. Not the seats. Nobody made it because they were afraid of gravity. All right. They, they made it because they wanted to sit on something soft. They didn't make that piano because oh, they were afraid of anything. They didn't make the drum set because they were afraid of They didn't make the mics because they were afraid of anything. You know, they did not make the TV, the speaker. The, nothing in this church was made out of fear. Right. So if we just use this building for an example of <laughs> what are most things made out of, yeah. that would be incorrect. Right, would right. Maybe like a 1% because the lock on the door was made because of fear. Right. I can't think. Maybe the alarm system was made because of fear. Mm-hmm. But everything else in this entire facility was made because of convenience or love, which is convenience. Right. You know? What, what do I say? Yes. I say that somebody was afraid of being rained on storms, so they made a building. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're okay. you're talking about the general perspective of the I'm creations talking and certain about, things. I'm talking about the human experience. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm drafting my okay. understanding from, okay. just the human experience. So you see a storm coming, you make shelter. Mm-hmm. Let's go scriptural. Okay. We would not have the clothes that we have right now if someone wasn't afraid of the voice of God. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, that's good. So they avoid the God, being caught by the principle, proverbial principle being God. Because mm-hmm. now, you know, their sin, when you're dealing with sin, took God from being, um, took God from being creator because God wasn't father. It, was, it took time for God to be father. God was always king in Old Testament. So God became father. It's a New Testament idea. So God was always king. And so God being king, in Genesis, he was creator. Um, as creator, we see him doing things, making things, mm-hmm. calling everything good. They're just in generalities. After he made these things, we then see the fall of man. And seeing the fall of man, God then becomes judge. He becomes the proverbial principle that comes back in the room. He, he sort of leaves and then comes back. Now, we know he's ever-present omnipresent but he goes off and when he comes back as the scriptures as the scriptures uh hails gives us the word adam where are you mm-hmm. adam where are you all knowing god asking a question now you already knew where he was because he's god and if god got to ask you where are you you need another god mm. so god knows where you are but you're not who i designed you to be mm. Something different. So where's the one I made? They, because of fear, made clothes. Mm-hmm. Fear started creativity. Wow, that's a huge statement. That is huge. That is a huge, as a creative, Go that ahead. is a huge statement. Because I'm trained not to create based off of fear. I can't stand up in front of an audience, so my degree is in vocal performance, so theater, classical music, are performing that way. 
Um, you can't get up and be afraid and create because you'll either be, from my experience, yes, sir, off pitch, forgetting words. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, 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 you'll be, you, you, people can't connect with that emotion. Not fear on stage. But where does the passion come from? The passion sometimes has come from the, some God of those pains and that fear. That and that. God gives you passion. Yeah, but where that. does but where does some of the pa- so none of not so when you minister when you create songs none of it has ever came out of any type of past like event that has happened that has been Experience. stressful and though some of those experiences none of them have had anything to do with fear or. Any of that. And I really love that point because Mm -hmm. you do worship and create out of passion and experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to, like, you you have to sing songs from experience. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, tell Mm -hmm. me where would I be. Come on. You wouldn't know if you. You know, he kept my enemies away. Come on. (laughs) You know, so these songs, you have to have that experience. And that's what people feel. That's what resonates. Mm -hmm. Sometimes someone is not anointed, but they're passionate Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you feel that you resonate with that. They're not anointed, but they're, you know, maybe, maybe skillful, Mm -hmm. gifted, talented, gifted. But when you stand up to create, when you create off of an emotion like fear, it sends off the wrong vibrational energy. I I agree. Yeah. You disagree. Um, I think that it definitely sends off a, a, a low vibrational input, but I'm saying that I feel as though a lot has been created from fear. This lays the framework of our larger discussion. Like this is like a very layered conversation. Oh my goodness. Because yeah. uh, this is why I'm really, why I wanted to come on the show. Like, you know, I wanted to get, like have this conversation because this is the framework for how a lot of believers base their lives mm-hmm. out of fear. Okay, so God called me, and I came out of fear. Or you know, I'm I'm afraid I'm going to hell, so I live saved. So like a lot of that's us- what you you do know. You, okay, so that's where I want, and this is where, yes. and this is where we, this is where. So I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you preach, and I'm going to interject. Oh, okay, yes. How about that? Yes. For the first couple of minutes, I don't gotta I'm let go, you flow. I don't gotta go a couple of minutes. That's fine, but okay. I want to interject. Yes, because please. without fear, eighty five percent of believers would not be believers. Without the fear of hell, without the fear of hell, most of the people, if they're honest, if you are honest with yourself, if there was, and you know, hell, hell, hell is not even an Old Testament form. It's different. It's Gehenna. It's, it's, it's the place that, it, it's almost like it was the wastebasket of Israel. It's where, it's where Israel went through all their waste and all their trash, Gehenna. So the gates of hell, they not a physical place. It was the gates of Gehenna, Sheol, the place of the underworld. That's what it was. That 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 was the understanding in the Jewish mind of hell. So Jesus used that. He used that place so people could understand what hell was. He can understand. We can understand what the underworld was because he used that place because it gave actual physical. Not just insight, but eyesight mm-hmm. to a place of total damnation. Jesus was a savior, and the savior was the one who mentioned hell in the Bible more than any evangelist. This, Jesus mentioned hell. He brought this up. He brought this out. Mm. So we got this from him. Mm-hmm. Without the, if people would be honest, and this is one, and this is one of the things I want to deal with too, because you see the Bible as the infallible word of God. That's how you see the Bible. Um, let me put this back on myself because I don't want nobody to say that. He, I don't want nobody to 
tie you with me or me with you when I say something you disagree oh. with. No, 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 okay. no, no. We got to work together. And so when I'm a real, I'm a, I'm a, okay, let me tell you when I see the Bible, right? When I see the Bible. I've been studying the Bible since I was 12, and I'm barely scratching the surface. And I'm 44. I, I just started. I'm barely scratching the surface. When I see the Bible, I'm going to give you one example when I see the scriptures. When I see the scriptures, let's take a simple story, just for an example. Noah's, um, I don't want to use Noah, Jonah. The miracle, the whale. And everybody ever talking about how Jonah was taken in, or, you know, <laughs> belly by the belly, belly of the fish, yeah. the great fish. Uh, Jesus called it a whale, Old Testament great fish. All right. They think that's the miracle. I don't see that as a miracle. When I read the Bible, I don't think about the whale. You know what I think about? The worm. Because at the end of the story, he used the worm. Mm. I have seen men train whales. Mm. I never see nobody train a worm. (laughs) Mm. The real miracle was not that he used the whale. The real miracle is that he used the brainless worm. Mm. He used the worm, tell me more. To eat the gourd. That was covering Jonah. So when I see the scriptures, everybody always see that big picture. Mm. You always see that big thing that's in front of them. When I see the scriptures, I don't, when I see the Bible, when I see the story of Abraham, I don't see Abraham's faith. I see his hospitality. Because mm-hmm. without his hospitality, he would have never stopped the men that was on their way to, yeah. you know what I'm saying, Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. So I see it was his hospitality. They invited him or he invited them. Everybody always see Moses' power and his great miracles. But the Bible says that Moses was the most humble man Mm. in that day. Numbers chapter number 12. We always miss the little nuances that make the word and life interesting. Part of us. It makes us who we are and Mm. and helps us to connect. So that's how I see the word of the Lord. So when I see the word of the Lord, it's not those big pictures that we preach every Sunday. No, I'm talking about the stuff we don't see. And that's what I'm looking at. So when I see God's word, when I am interested in grabbing God's word, and when when I see it and God show me things, he shows me what people really don't see. Therefore, when I hear people that say what everybody else is saying, I got to ask the question, are they really reading it? Yeah. Are they looking at the real picture? Or are you looking at the supernatural part? Mm. Are you just looking at the part that's exciting? This is one of the reasons I know most preachers do not preach from the story of Nehemiah. Only when they're doing building projects. Mm-hmm. Definitely that. That's it. When they want to get a project built, mm-hmm. when they're trying to build the youth facility, <laughs> the music studio, I'm preaching myself. We're going to preach Nehemiah. Nehemiah. We're going to preach Nehemiah. That's it. That's all they preach. They don't people preach it. People had a mind to work. Yeah, people got a mind to work. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. But they don't preach it anymore. You want to know mm. why they don't preach Nehemiah? Mm. There are no angels. It's just us at work. There are no miracles. There are no knight in shining armors. There is no three days in get up. There is no rising. There yeah. are no animals. There are no celestial, you know, movements. It's just people working. working. 
And so now they don't. They, Which goes back now. You said people don't pay attention they to don't, those kind of things. They don't pay attention to that. Action. See? We, okay. Now. Yeah. They don't pay attention to this. <laughs> ain't nobody paying attention <laughs> to that scripture. Okay. Your reverend will not be preaching that scripture until he's trying to get something done. Mm. When if we preach preach from that all the time, something would always be getting done. Come, Come on. on. Yeah. To God be glory. Hey, Maybe that's the reason why ain't nothing getting done. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't saying that he said that. Preach Nehemiah. <laughs> Go back to Nehemiah. But so, so those are the little things that I see. Yeah. Those are the things that I see when I, when I see scripture. Now, when you're dealing with fear, most people, if they was honest, would not, would not live this life they live in unless they were afraid of where they were going to go in the afterlife. It's the fear of the afterlife mm-hmm. that keeps most believers, the Christian faith, under control. I, I don't doubt that. And I, this is why I said I wanted to have this conversation because this is like the framework for a larger discussion of how Christians live their lives. This is right. And um, Jesus said, with love and kindness have I drawn you. Mm-hmm. So that is not fear and failure. He doesn't draw us by being, like you said, the principal down the hallway when you get caught or the police car, you know, following you down the street. He's, that's not the kind of God that we, we should really preach. We should preach the one that leaves the, the 99 and goes for the one that lost his way. We to should God preach. be glory. You know, we should, we, should, we should talk about the God who really came through Jesus Christ to save everybody from this sin. Mm-hmm. You know, not that you have to go to hell. And, you, you know, hell is a reality. I believe. But hell is... My aunt said this, and I said this Sunday. Hopefully I don't mess it up. She would always say, if you live in right, this is the only hell you ever know. Mm-hmm. But if you live in wrong, this is the only heaven you'll ever know. Mm. So live it up. Mm. And to me, that screams, like, you know, hell is not just a place I die and I, I go to, but hell is literally in the recesses of my mind. Hell is waiting for me when I walk out my front door like hell is me choosing between living by faith or living by fear and this is the conversation i want to have yes sir because if you live off of faith you will live in hell faith fear, brings about if you yeah if you live fear, off fear, fear. Yes, thank sir. you if yes, you live sir. off fear you will live in hell because fear cr- produces torment i believe that and torment it yeah oh. i believe it no i believe okay finish it. Yeah, yeah, finish. Finish. i just believe fear produces torment so living our lives not off of fear but off of faith will help us to really live life and live that more abundantly because your your mindset is on positive things. Like and then you don't you don't have the spirit of fear because he gave you a bit of power, love and a sound mind. Sound mind means my thoughts are not raging all the time. I don't have anxiety. Like that is a real but reality. But it is a real thing. But it is a real and it has it, to be addressed. It does not have to be a real reality for believers. It does not have to be. But it is. Uh, but that's why I'm saying this is a huge conversation. The thing yes. is that it is like I feel like as ministers we have to address it because like we can't overlook it. I feel like it's been overlooked for so long. I'm not saying people have to remain in that you know state of mind or in that um, world of anxiety and depression and all of that. But the reality is, I think statistically, um, like 75 percent of our population in general deal with anxiety, fear, depression. Right. And it's just not addressed. It's like, it's not a real thing. So I I agree with what you're saying, but at the same time, I feel like it, 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 we can't deny that it's not real and that it's not happening. And it's not happening to believers because the believers are are the ones that are in that population. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think this is like really is a huge conversation mm-hmm. because some people are living in fear and don't even know it. Oh, yeah. They don't realize it. I was talking to my mom when the, baseline. when the pandemic came and I was like, she was like, oh, no, I can't go out. And she was I mean, she was the type that wore a mask in the house with all the kids. And oh. I said, let's not you know, I understand wisdom, but let's not fall into fear because mm-hmm. fear creates torment. Mm hmm. And uh, I would never forget, this is the pandemic hit me hard. I was living in Towson. My family was living in Harvard County. I was single. And my mom, nobody would come and see me. I was living by myself. <laughs> no, I mean, they, they were like, we'll die if we come to see you. And I was in there by myself for a while. And I'm like, am I going to be, I don't want to be, you know, careless, but I, I want to have wisdom, but I don't want to be fearful because fear is, is the opposite of faith. I've traveled to Italy, Switzerland, Czech Republic. I did all that during the pandemic and never got COVID. Mm-hmm. I believe it's because and of my faith. And even if you did. Even if I did, I'm, on, I'm saying, that's God, that's, hey, that's up to God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I'm talking yeah. about, judgment. Yeah. You know, last week I said, yeah, well, we that's judgment. Yeah, we got to get back to that too. That's yeah. judgment. That's whoever God deems. And so I'm, I'm saying, I, I live, and I, my group, I, we did 20 different cities in December last year during the pandemic. And from place to place, people, nobody got sick. So do you experience fear? Have you ever experienced yes. fear? Yes. So it is a real thing to you? Yes, it okay. is a real thing. So I, so are we saying that, are we trying, are we are we specifying that like a living in fear and a, and a just fear as it is? Because fear as it is, is it's a, it's a natural response. It is a natural response to humans. It's an emotion. It's a. It's a feeling. It's a feeling. A, emotion. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, there's a difference between phobias and fear, of course, but fear is a thing that we do deal with. Yeah. So I was trying to understand that um, when you you were, um, you were you had tied it to sin, and I just want to get more into that. Like, can you clear out what you were saying about um, the sin and fear? Yeah, sure. This kind of goes back to what Pastor was saying about. Yes, sir. Um, you know, people are only living in church because they're afraid of sin. Yeah, you insurance po- it's an insurance policy. <laughs> yeah, it's like God well, is an insurance policy. Yeah, you gonna go to hell? Are you are you in sin? Uh, I, I I use it from in both in both ways. Like um, that type of fear was because it, sin uh, made us fearful because we were gonna go to hell. That's one thing. That's torment. But also, sin when you don't want to get caught makes you afraid. Like if I killed somebody, say it again. Sin, when, if you do something sinful or wrong or illegal, fear naturally comes in if you are conscious and aware to be afraid of getting caught. Like like if I robbed a store, mm-hmm. you know, of course, because I've created, I've done that act, I'm going to be fearful because I'm hopefully nobody saw me. My, you know, my face went on a camera. If I go, you know, I mean, go kill somebody. Same thing. I, I'm afraid. Sin produces fear because of what it is. Sin is a, a direct, you know. It, so what if somebody dies and they then have fear that they're going to die because the person died? That's torment. That is torment. I don't think that's torment. You you walking around being afraid to die because, and I've experienced that. I've experienced that. When my sister got sick, okay, the devil okay. was telling me, oh, I'm going to give you a heart attack too, but I'm going to kill you. You know, I had to really, and I have to really use faith over fear because if I don't use my faith and believe every word that he said, then I will be afraid and I will have more anxiety and more But would you call that torment? Yes. You wouldn't call that torment? Mm -mm. What would you call torment? I would call torment more of a, more of a prolonged thing. I don't know how long did you, how long did you experience that? 
Oh, uh, it's January. Okay. I mean, I think that, I don't know, I, I see torment as more of a prolonged, like, nagging, um, even going into the to fo- to a phobia, I would associate those two together as, like, a mental death. Like Somebody can torment you in one night. Someone can torment you in and one night. And give you trauma for the rest of your Somebody life. Somebody can torment this you in true. one night. Somebody yeah. can torment you. This, this is true. I'll Somebody it. can torment this you in true. one night. Trauma this is true. And torment doesn't have a time length, you know. You can but be I, in torment for one night, like I said. You can be. That's true. You can be in torment for one night. But I, I think that there's still a difference between fear, torment, phobia. Like, I think each of them have their like a separate category. So I wouldn't just categorize because I'm experiencing fear that I'm tormented. Like buy this. Oh, it depends guess, on what it yeah, is. Yeah, I guess it depends yeah, yeah, on what it, it is and all of the different. Yeah. So he, here's what I believe about fear. Here's what I believe about fear. And you know, I, I talked from fear. I talked from the. I talked from the um, from the human experience because I've I have uh, I've I've have I live by a few principles. One of my principles. One of my principles to life. And these are my principles. So this ain't something I read. This ain't something T D Jake said. Okay. This ain't something Danton Whitten told me. Okay. All right. And then you probably got a lot to tell me. Whitten. Yeah. Whitley. Whitley yeah. Thank you. This ain't something Dan Whitley told me. Yes. You cannot be holy and defy nature. You cannot be holy and defy nature. Hmm. You can be highly religious and do it. But you cannot be holy and defy nature. These are one of my principles, so you don't have to live by them. This is Anthony Fliggins. I see in ministry mm-hmm. young people who attempt to overcompensate for natural proclivities using spiritual deeds. If God made you a certain way mm. to do the natural things in life, I feel, this is just one of my principles, that if you attempt to do the supernatural thing or the spiritual thing to overcompensate for the natural thing a part about life that you are, that you are trying to wrestle with because you don't understand, Mm. All you're doing is living super religious, mm. a.k.a. that sexual feeling ain't going nowhere. I don't care how much you jump, shout, <laughs> speak in tongues, mm-hmm. roll over the floor. And what I'm saying is the reason you are jumping, shouting, speaking in tongues and rolling over the floor is because you are trying to overcompensate mm. for the things that God actually made you to do. Mm. So now we got a bunch of people in church I'm looking at them And all they're doing is overcompensating Mm. What overcompensations does Then leads to what I call overcontrition You're so sorrowful That you don't even know what move to make Mm. Because you're afraid you're going to make the wrong move Mm. Yeah. So now it it, it starts off with I don't want to date him Because we might I don't want to date her 
because she might. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go out at night because we might. That's how it starts. Mm-hmm. But then it leaks into, I don't know if I should get that job. I don't know mm-hmm. if I should call for this building. <laughs> I, it, it leaks into other areas in your life. And to the point that you're questioning God about every decision yes. that you have to make. And I know that there's sometimes God does remain silent. God doesn't always make decisions. Sometimes God endorses them. Sometimes God says, I'm going to wait for you to see what you say, and I'm going to. In fact, he did Adam that way. Whatever you name him, that's what it's going to be. Nature. Mm. So, so see, when we say about this God's word, and you want to follow God's word, then you got to follow God's word. Mm. But you got to extract the principle from the word. If you don't extract the principle from the word, you'll try to follow everything it says. When truth be told, and we're dealing with fear right now, right? So yeah. let's deal with fear. Let's okay. deal with this. Anthony Fliggins. Let's just deal with fear. Let's just deal with what Paul said and who Paul was talking to. Paul was talking to Timothy. Timothy was timid. Mm. I did not give you. God did not give us. They said, use the word us. The spirit of fear. Power, love, and a sound mind. Okay. Everybody listen to what I'm about to say. Clearly, ministers, buckle up. You do know that when we are reading the epistles, we are reading somebody else's mail. Mm-hmm. Come on. And I hate when somebody <laughs> read my mail. So you're saying the Bible doesn't apply to everyone who reads it? No, I didn't say that. What are you saying? I am saying the epistles was not addressed to all of us. It was addressed to one church. Yeah. Each epistle was addressed to one church. Does it, it apply? How do we abstract from it? Because if we don't extract truth from it, we'll follow it out. And then mm. when you follow it out, you start creating denominations. Mm-hmm. Mm. He told one church, don't let women do. Mm-hmm. We built whole denominations whole off denominations of that. Whole denominations off of it. He told one church, mm-hmm. the church of Corinth. He never shared it to Ephesus. Never shared it to the church of Colossae. Never shared it with the church Galatia. Just one church he talked to. And so now we don't even know the conditions from which he said it. Right. So we take it, that's what God said. And what we do foolishly is we then, I want to say this the right way. We take, we take what God said about something and we, God was talking to one person and then we take it and we completely take it for ourselves mm-hmm. saying God was talking to us. When God was talking to them. Yes. So the real question is not, was God talking to us or wasn't he? The real question is, why did he let us read somebody else's mail? Mm. What is, I'm curious is the principle you, you extract from the God has not given us a spirit of fear. But a power because he was talking to Timothy. No, what principle do you extract out of that that you live Easy. by? Ready for this? Okay, yes. what the, what God did not give us the spirit of fear. Yes. God did not give us the spirit of fear. Timothy was timid. Timothy was timid. Timothy was sent to the church of Corinth to correct people who a man was sleeping with his mother. They was getting drunk at communion. I want to tell you what kind of people they are because without context, Mm -hmm. we just shoot stuff out. That's what they were doing. They told Paul, Paul, you can write, but you can't preach. They told Paul, Paul, you're really not even a good preacher because you ain't got no credentials. Paul had to cry and says, you are my credentials. Mm -hmm. He said, you're not Paul, you're not lettered. 
It went so far they told Paul, guess what he told Paul? They said, hey, Paul, you know, how, you know how you know you're not real? You don't charge us. Mm. You don't even charge us for what you do. You got a cheat word. That's what they said about Paul. And then Paul sends that Timothy to that church. He sends Timothy to that church. The temple of Diana was a temple of prostitutes. This is what this is where this is. Now you know the, the mindset and the framework from which Paul had to tell one man, not all of us, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Man up. Go do, and then the next verse was, read the next verse. The very next verse after God said, don't give us the spirit of fear. Read the very next verse. Because the very yeah. next verse started off with I the word, it. therefore. The very next verse, he tells you why you shouldn't be fearful. The reason why he was fearful is because Paul was in jail. Shameful. He said, hey, don't be fearful for what I'm therefore, doing. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about Therefore. This. So whenever you read the word therefore, what is it there for? Mm. So he started saying, hey, man, man up. Get it together. Strengthen yourself. You're my son, but hey, I'm sending you amongst some wolves there, but they're still my people, and I love them. Go there and make some corrections. God didn't give us the spirit of fear. Power, love, and a sound mind. Therefore, do not be ashamed of me. Because I'm in jail. Because how you gonna how you gonna lead somebody when you don't have what they have or what they have? And what do they have? Freedom. What do they have? Corinth had money. What do they have? Wealth. Corinth was self-made. Mm. It was a self-made church. You know what self-made millionaires, they don't listen to nobody. They did it themselves. So now he's in prison and say, hey, don't be ashamed of me. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Man up. I'm in jail, but I'm sending you. Go and do the work. God didn't give us a spirit of fear. We're not afraid of our chains. We ain't afraid of our bonds. We ain't afraid to die. We ain't afraid of them. And if you read the book of Corinth, he told the Corinthians, I'm in 2 Corinthians chapter number 6 and 7, if y'all want to take, y'all ain't got to go home and read it. He told the church, hey, y'all make sure y'all don't scare him when he get there. It's in there. When Timothy get to where you're going, make sure y'all don't scare him. So what you're saying is... He was timid. What can yeah. we abstract yes, from that? what are we extracting from and that? And that's my point. We are reading, when we read the epistles, everybody mm. listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. When we read the epistles, we are reading somebody else's mail. Yeah. Right. So I'm, my question is, if it's someone else's mail, you're no, saying... since it's someone else's mail. Since it's someone else's mail, and it, you know, was written... For them, yes. I'm asking if you don't take fear, not if you don't take from that scripture to not be afraid. What do you take from that? You are saying not what you are saying. What I'm saying. I'm asking you. No, that's right. What are you abstracting from it? Yes. What are you taking from that scripture? To not be fearful. To not be fearful. Yes. Ready for this? Yes. Of the work. Hmm. So that's because it's what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not a collective overarching Over fear. Yeah. It's pointed at some direction. Well, fear is fear. But, so but, but if but, I'm but, afraid but, of a worker, if I'm afraid of a, a giant, if I'm afraid of a mosquito, fear wait, is fear. But how, listen to what I'm saying. Why does that matter to God? Why does God care about you being afraid of a mosquito? 
Because it that's doesn't. That's what I was asking y'all last week. I, I'm, saying, I'm saying to you, it has nothing to do with God. Mm-hmm. But that's if what we've created, that's what we've put on it. I just don't think God, I don't think God cares if that's, you're afraid of a roach. But that's why the scripture says, I have or not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. But the context. Well, God has not context. given us, but what, is it, but what is it about then? Right. What you're trying to say is the context is saying, the work. don't be afraid of the work, but you can be afraid of a lion. Or you can be afraid of a roach. This doesn't address that. Above. So it's saying, you're saying because it doesn't address Anything but the work. Yes. You can be afraid of anything else besides I'm work. not saying you can be afraid of anything else. I'm saying why is that scripture addressed to everything else when it's mm. clearly about the work? Yeah. Now, here was my deal. My deal mm. is, this is what I'm dealing with now. When I am dealing... Hold on. Let me cut this voice enhancement. There we go. <laughs> what I'm dealing with now is people... So what does fear do? It uh, stifles you. You, it, you took it. You. I knew you was going to say it. I should have prophesied it to you at first. I should have wrote it down. And you know, I had a little bit of prophecy in me okay. too. Me Just a little it. bit. No, I was going to say immobilize. I should have wrote it and you said it. Fear immobilizes you. Yeah. Like when you go into the dark and the first mm-hmm. thing you have, I'm, you know, I'm afraid. You know, I'm afraid. You know, you wonder what real fear is? This is what real fear is. Go home by yourself and hear something. Just hear it. like just get in the house by yourself and like <laughs> you hear something, right? I'm going to tell you what fear. I'm going to tell you what the mind can do. You ready for this? And then. Imagine a voice, a sound come from another room somewhere, and you just by yourself. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor. All I want you to do is keep all the lights off, open up the door, and stick your hand in that room and see what you feel. Your mind will play tricks on you. Mm-hmm. Stick your hand in that door. I bet you cut the light on. <laughs> just stick your hand in the door. <laughs> Without looking in. Don't look in there. Just open up the door because you heard hand. something. <laughs> Man, I kick that door in. False <laughs> evidence. I would kick the door and say, "Who is in my house?" No, 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 no. You can't do that. You can't. Do that. I kick that door in. <laughs> I mean, light on and off. No, see what I'm saying? Who's in here? Yes, fear, fear, fear. Now, if you are afraid, no, let's not say use the word fearful. Let's say afraid, fear. Use the fear. You're afraid okay. of battle. That fear comes in. You make sure that fight or flight, whatever mm-hmm. like that. Fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Does that hinder your work? Of course. The whole idea, that this is where we disagree, because the whole idea is you cannot be afraid of nothing. Because I've seen people, I'm not afraid of a, of a donkey. I ain't afraid of this. I, ain't afraid, I have no fears of anything. I'm one of those kind of guys, too. I'm one of those kind of guys that's like, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid of anything. I mean, I, any very few things uh, I am afraid of. I tell my wife all the time: if all this fall apart in three days, I'll come back. Mm-hmm. I build it. I build it twice as fast and two times better. Mm-hmm. I have no fear of nothing. Anything. People say I saw him here. He did this. Oh well, so what? You might see me again. <laughs> I, 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 your opinions don't matter. Mm-hmm. And I'm teaching my church this: how to be bold and stand, yeah. because we live in a world now where our 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 demon today is what our fathers didn't have: exposure. Mm-hmm. And you can be exposed, and your whole career gone. Mm-hmm. Cancel culture. Mm-hmm. They'll bring Bad. something up from. They'll bring you. You get to the top, and they'll bring you up. Bring someone from ten years ago, and everything is gone. Mm. You working at Wendy's. 
Yeah. <laughs> he was on your way, man. I ain't got nothing against nobody working at Wendy's. Right. You, but you bad. You just trying to now you're back to survive. You, you was in conquering mode, and now you're back to survival. Just because mm-hmm. something happened ten years ago that you have dealt with, went to counseling for, mm-hmm. the Lord has forgiven you for, and you have overcome, and they bring it back up again. Our fathers didn't have to deal with that mm-hmm. at all. They didn't have to deal with that. Sometimes when I teach, I have to teach. I have a son that's nine. He'll, he will see, if I buy him a phone, he will see more porn this year than your fathers have seen in their whole lifetime. Oh, yeah. When my father came up, it was the magazine. It was oh, hu- yeah. What was it, Hustling? In the plastic. It was Hustlers and uh, what else, Preachers? Playboy. Y'all go act, don't act like that Play, down, Playboy. Preachers. Playboy, Playboy. Playboy. Hustlers, yeah. and it was something. I forgot what else it was. That's all y'all had. And then you had to hide it under the bed. Yeah. You know, when we younger, we had to go get the DVDs. HBO channel. You get what I'm saying? The HBO and Cinemax. <laughs> I'll talk. They scared to talk. Listen. I'll talk to them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All these things they won't tell us, they won't preach about, they'll mm-hmm. never say. Well, your son will watch more in one year. Yeah. Couple mm-hmm. days, actually. Couple yeah. days. Yeah. He ain't got no pubic hairs. Yeah. And he sees stuff that <laughs> he's it's available. It, yeah. He seen moves you still ain't do. Like, what's the, what are they doing? <laughs> Please. <laughs> and we're afraid to teach this. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, my yeah. question is, what's the apprehension, man and woman of God? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to tell you the apprehension. You still dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're not free to speak it. Fear. You got fear. You would never bring this up over mm-hmm. a poor pit. That's why I was saying sin you are fear. We are saying the same thing. You f- we yeah. are just getting to the same We're just point. Getting to the same yes, point. Yes, and from yeah. different directions. We yeah. are getting to the but same you see point. How big Go for it. it. Is? Go for you it. You see how huge that is? Let us have it. When Man, people- why did, hold on, hold on. Why did my all my lives, all my comments just stop? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you reminded them about the <laughs> Man, okay. All right. All right, y'all. Well, all right. Go ahead. Let's keep going. Quiet now. Yeah, That's go ahead. Oh man. Jesus gonna get y'all. Go ahead. Go ahead, Nate. Oh, yeah. Take it over, man. Living our life. Based off of faith, like that's the principle we have to teach, not off of fear. Like we have to make, I wanted to make sure our, we were all on the same page of like understanding, looking at life from that lens of everything is created from fear and most people operate off fear and that's okay. Instead of saying, yeah, a lot is made from fear, but really love is the creation of all things and that we should live our life based off of faith. So I'm saying that if we keep talking, we're going to get to the same point. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. If the truth is going to. Yeah. So no matter, I, 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 be, I, believe, in, I believe in timing. Mm-hmm. I believe in, bring it back on me again, because <laughs> people don't believe this stuff. I believe in timing. I believe in energy. Mm-hmm. I believe in the mood. I believe in the moment. I believe in letting the day create what it needs for me. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I rarely force anything to happen. Yeah. Most of the things that happen in my life is because I st- stood still and waited. Weren't afraid. I would have no fear. Mm. It was more about me being in the right place mm-hmm. than me putting my hands on something. Time so, is. question: A lot of things you've accomplished. Did you go after those because you were afraid, or because you wanted to be progressive? I used to be. I used to be. I was one scared young man. I was scared of everything. I was. I was scared of everything. I was so afraid. Let me tell you what happened to me. Let's, let's get let's get this out the way. Let's do it with some stuff. You all right? Okay. You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I was. I had a dream from the age of five to twenty-five, and it's a reoccurring dream. Now, here was the dream that I had from five years old. Now, if I'm lying, God, you just you know just cut my tongue out and uh. yeah, 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 I'm not lying. Yeah, I'm telling the truth. 
This is my life. I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel like playing. Mm-hmm. I used to go in and sleep in my brother's bed when I was young. My brother was my protector. The dreams I had. Now, here was the dream that I had. Everybody listen to this. The dream I had was, I remember, do you remember, um, Tina, remember this. You remember, um, <sighs> what's that cartoon called? He-Man? Back in the day? Yeah, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She don't remember He-Man oh, and all them okay. characters. Okay. Okay. And Thundercats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Thundercats. Yes. Okay. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Come on. Thank you, sir. We were, the, 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 the Lord is we with us. The Lord, the Lord is with us. Thank <laughs> okay. you, sir. We I love him. superheroes. Yes, sir. Man. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Right. Watch this. Right. Here we go. So, <laughs> now imagine my four or five beings. Imagine four or five beings chasing me. And they chase me through buildings up and down. I'm five years old. I'm having this dream. I'm running from these beings. And about five or six of them. And I'm running. And I'm running. And I'm running from him. And then I get out of the dream and seven, I turn seven and I pick up where I left off. So if I'm jumping from one building, I pick up at seven years old, mid jump. But I'm still running. Pick up again when I'm 10. And now this is all night. This is a dream. My heart is racing. Mm. I'm running through buildings, running through, running up and down roads. And then get about the dream, wake up at, at 12 years old, <laughs> having the same dream. I can't get away from these people. When I turned 25 years old, I turned 25 years old, our last place, this is my experience, my dream, my last place from running was I was running through the social service building downtown. And after I ran through the social service building, guess what I said in my dream? I'm not running anymore. And I turned around. And when I turned around, the people or the things or the beings that were chasing me said, why didn't you stop early? Wow. And all of us were exhausted. Mm. I was too afraid to face the thing that was Mm. chasing me. Whatever happened in my young life, at that moment, I realized in that dream, I don't have to fear anything. Mm. When I turned around and faced them, they stopped running. Mm. Could be the truth is during my experience. That for many of you, what you're afraid of, if you turn around and face it. Mm. Yeah. If you just stop running from it and just turn around and deal with it. I don't think that, look at my phone went out. That? Yep. I don't think faith, I don't think fear, if it just died. I don't think fear, I don't believe, put me on live today. I don't believe fear is something, I'm going to say this with with great grace. If I'm wrong, you can stop me. We can be delivered from. You don't think it's something we can be delivered from? I think it's something that we have to overcome. Mm -hmm. Let me just say this about your dream, man. Go for it. Um, I believe those five entities were the five um, industries that you will infiltrate. I can believe um, education, me- media, the mi- the ministry, like church, education, um, and the, and the finance industry. Five different industries that I feel like I sense that you have been running from since a child, and all of the buildings and everything that you ran through is all real estate, man. I just I feel like that dream. It wasn't. It was it, it was scary, and this is how God works. Uh, I believe it was scary, and it it was it made you afraid. But I believe it had so much meaning for your whole life. 
you know, what you've been running from for years. If it was a reoccurring dream for that length of time, years. That is that is a real that's a real thing. I believe in dreams and I believe God speaks to you, especially prophetic people, through dreams and your subconscious mind. So that's just that's just my thoughts. This is what I hear, that's what I feel from from that and that you and walking those things. So when I say delivered and overcome, what do you say? I I agree. Can can you be delivered from fear oh or do God. you have to overcome it? Um Hmm, I don't know if that's semantics or not. It could be semantics. Yeah. Because in deliverance, you can overcome, you know, it, it's... Yeah. Because deliverance sounds like something I know. That, that was done for me. He delivered me. Overcoming sounds like something I did myself. I overcame that, you know. Okay, did God give you the strength and the tools? Because it's still God, right? You see the... the, the, the I see the... Like yeah, I see, I see it. Because so, when I see deliverance, I'm thinking... when I, I know, this not, I know this more, God can deliver more than one way. Mm-hmm. I am aware of that. So when I see deliverance, I hear... Dudamus. Uh-huh. Dynamic. Dudamus power. Yes, sir. That's what I hear when I hear deliverance. Dynamic. Dudamus power. So the question was, can you be delivered from fear? Or 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 is that deliverance something or is that deliverance in the form of us overcoming? Hmm. I, I, I can go with that. I can go with that because I believe you overcome through experience, you know, through you're going through the same thing over and over and over and over again, realizing that you don't have to be afraid of it. You know, then like giving it over to God, you know, your fears. You believe in that? Giving over to God? Yeah, I do. Really? Yeah. What does that mean? That sounds like, sound like just church talk. No, it, it really means the things I can't change. Like if I'm afraid of, let's say. Y'all tell everybody, come back on. Tell, come everybody, on back on, tell, everybody. tell everybody I'm back on. I'm back on. I'm back, back on. on I'm back on. Tell everybody ready. I'm back on. Yeah, I believe you give, you can just, the Bible says cast your cares on, on me for I care for you. I believe that. Yeah, so really, if, if, I, if I'm afraid, I won't, you know, live to see I'm, I'm 40. You uh-huh. know? I, I, give that, I give that negative thought over to God, and I say, you know, whatever, you, whatever days you have for me. To God be glory. Yeah, to God be yeah. glory. God gave me the day of my end. Really? Uh-huh. That's why I'm not. About it? You, I, was, I was afraid of it, but I've seen the day of my end. He was showing me my end. How long? You you want me to tell you on air? I mean, should you? Nah. <laughs> well, yeah, we should talk about it. I tell you, I'm done at seven. Mm. God said you got forty years to build this. Yeah. Now what may happen? I don't know. It be the end of my ministry or the end of my life. I'm not playing with anybody. Yeah. Say what you want to say to me. Mm-hmm. Say what you want to say. I told my wife. Guess what she said. Just leave me some coins. So, right. so does that mean <laughs> she ain't like pray for me? I miss you. Or you shouldn't be afraid of anything. No Not for forty I, years, at least for thirty nine. Yeah, be yeah. No, 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 no. But does this the time is, matter? This, no, wait, 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 well, wait, wait, wait. This, 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 this was at thirty. <laughs> okay. But the, but what I'm what I, this is what I'm saying. I am saying that there are some people who don't know how to start. And God has shown me how it's going to, or when it's going to be over. Mm. Whether if it's ministry or I don't know, but that's it for me. Mm. The Lord has revealed that to me. So when you're thinking about fear, when you're saying fear, I have no reason to fear. I have no, J.J. Harrison said it best. And I'm telling people, what are you afraid of? Because evidently there is something that you are not aware of. And you ask me who I am. Who are we? Who are we? Mm-hmm. You know. And again, I'm not giving any. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with. I'm done with giving the. I'm done with giving the church answers, man. I'm mm-hmm. done. Now you can't give me no more church answers. 
I know all of them. Who are me? I'm blessed and highly favored. Now, I'm not saying that anymore. Why? Because I heard it a thousand times. But guess who I am? Who are you? I am the advanced form of my awareness. Good, mm. good. The advanced form of your awareness. That's who I am. Mm. And if you be honest, that's who all of us are. Mm. I am the advanced form of my awareness. As soon as I'm aware of my power, that's who I become. When I'm mm-hmm. aware of who I am and God, the gift that God lent, I live like I am the advanced form of my awareness. That's who I am. I love that, man. That's who we are. That's good. And so if you ask somebody why they living like this, it's just something they are not aware of. Yeah. I'm I like aware that. of God's power. I love that. I say often. Before. I am the, right now, and this is kind of controversial. I want to hear what y'all think about it. Okay. Right now, I am the best version of myself mm-hmm. because yesterday is no more and tomorrow may never come. To God be glory. All I have is right now. To God be glory. So do you feel like right now you are, you're conscious. I love that you said you're the, you're the, advanced, the form. advanced form of, of, my your, awareness. of your awareness. Do you believe the form you are right now is your best, the best uh, version of yourself. I feel like I am the best I've ever been. Or better than I've ever been. But I'm not the best that I will be. Good. Okay. That's how I feel. Agreed. I am better than I've ever been. But I am not the best that I will be. Yeah, it only ends because if you don't know if you will, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you so actually know. know your end date. I know. But for those that, of us that don't know, yeah, you can't even hold on to I'm not the best I will be because yeah. who knows if we will who be. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Tomorrow. And I don't fear that. Mm-mm. Yeah. I have no fear of that. Mm-hmm. I have no fear of that. How does that feel? It feels freeing. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really free. Yeah. Like, so I don't have to rethink, overthink. I don't live in over contrition or over contritious. Yeah. That's an interesting, interesting concept. I don't. I want you to I'm, talk I'm just, more about it, over being over contritious. I don't have to. I, you know what I don't do? You know what I don't do? Um, the broadcast failed again. See, this is an important one. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, yeah, indeed. This is an important, it's it's an important yeah. subject. That's with that. Yeah. Yeah. This is an important subject. We're going to try. And I don't fear this. Right. Right. There's somebody must have to hear this one. But, yeah. Lock it on again. Get it back on again. Fear is torment, mm-hmm. y'all. Fear, fear is torment. It's fear straight up. Torment. Ow. I feel good. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 I am the advance of my awareness, how I feel, who I am, what the Lord has delivered to me, and how the Lord has imparted his word and truth in me. Huh. I am free. Hence the reason why I do not overthink anything. My conscience is clear. That's a good place. My conscience is clear. Now, I minister from that place. So you have the, to, right? So when the Lord says, speak left, I speak left. And when he says, speak right, I speak right. The Lord says, be quiet, I'm quiet. He says, shout, I shout. He says, stand, I stand. He says, run, I run. That's it. He said, go by, I go by. He says, stand still, I stand still. I can hear. The spirit. And that's what, and this is what we're dealing with when you say God did not give us the spirit of fear. Because fear torments. And what fear does, it causes you to question yourself. Should I move? Shouldn't I move? Should I move? Shouldn't I move? Should I go? Well, I shouldn't go. Should I stand or shouldn't I? Should I should I allow myself to or you, you get through all these things? And if you get through all these things, 
what happens is you miss timing. That's what you miss. Timing. You miss timing. And why do you miss timing? Well, what's that about? It's because you had to say something at, uh, when the last time you preached? Um, Easter Sunday. You preach Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. Uh-huh. You preach Resurrection Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. You had to say something Resurrection Sunday. But Resurrection Sunday was already ordained. You had to say what you had to say, whatever you had to say, when you had to say it. For the one person who was going to commit suicide, who was just scrolling and says, God, if, if, you, if you don't show me you're real, and he allowed you to say three words, three seconds, and it saved their whole life. Three seconds can save a life. You're looking at a life. I'm not looking at a life. You know what I'm looking at? I'm looking at a bloodline. Mm-hmm. I like that. So whoever they were, they had children. Children had children. You didn't save one life. If your conscience isn't clear, you are moving in a world. You don't know how of everybody else's. So how do you clear your conscience like that? To minister from that place. The way I cleared my conscience, I'm glad you asked. The way I cleared my conscience, the way I cleared my conscience, is I had to, number one, I had to remove fear. I had to remove everything that everyone said about me, mm-hmm. good or bad. I could not celebrate the praises, and I could not be angry at the critiques or criticism. I had to get to that place to clear my conscience. Scripturally, scripturally, Jesus went back to get the people that, you're right. <clears throat> Scripture, Jesus went back to get the people that denied him. Scripturally, mm-hmm. Jesus went back after he rose to go get the same ones that doubted him. Mm-hmm. He went back for them. They were afraid. He went back for them. He did not hold them accountable for their human experience, endeavors, understanding. When I learned this and started understanding my people and who I was dealing with, the Lord opened up nuances of the scriptures to me, and now I laugh at everything. uh, You prophesy. I'm prophesying. No, if you prophesy to me, Uh you know what I say? The only reason you got it is because God showed you. Mm -hmm. God decided to show you. I don't trip off your gift. I don't don't raise it in hell. Like, oh, man, it's great. He's going to show me something. The only reason you show, the only reason you can see it is because God revealed it. God opened your eyes and your ears. Mm-hmm. And your heart, because you had to say yes. God revealed that to you. So now when I look at you and you speak, Lord, because your servant is listening. Clear conscience. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to have that to minister. Today you do. You have to. That's why I was saying, even in the beginning, when you operate with fear, are you minister with fear? Like, I'm afraid of the people. I'm afraid of they're going to receive me or not receive me. Or- you, you, you are talking. 
Not even to receive me. You ready for this? I'm afraid I'm not going to get paid. So let me hoop them. You can't even properly teach your people. Because I am yeah. talking ministers. Yeah. You can't even properly teach. Because you say, if I don't hoop them, they ain't gonna get, they ain't, I ain't going to get no money. If I don't get any money, I ain't going to be able to pay these bills. Fear. 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 It breeds torment. Come on. Come on. I can see it on the pulpit. They don't want to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. I can see it on the pulpit. You're done, man. You're done. Just sit down. Just sit down. <laughs> just, just let it go. We'll still pay you. Don't <laughs> don't saw off the branch you're sitting on. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a little bit different. I'm I'm, I'm with it. I get it. I get I'm it. I'm just not there. I get it. I wanted you to unpack this script. One more scripture I said last yes, week. Um, it is John four and eighteen. It says there is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. Because fear hath torment. Yes, sir. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Keep on going. Keep what on reading. That? What does that, that mean? Oh. I love that act. Mm-hmm. We love him because he first loved us. Oh, he gets more. Keep going. Yes, sir. Oh, it's above that. That was below. It's below. John chapter 4. Uh, John chapter 4. Okay. It's First John. Yes, First John chapter mm-hmm. 4. Mm-hmm. Trying to find the same translations. If a man say, I love God and hath his brother, he is a liar. Mm -hmm. And hateth his brother, he is a liar. liar. For he that loveth not his brother, Mm -hmm. whom he hath seen, Uh how can he love God, whom he hath not Mm -hmm. seen? Mm -hmm. Keep going. Mm -hmm. Okay. Where do you want me to go to so I can open this whole way up? Open it up, man. Open the whole thing up. Open it up. Open it up. Okay. John chapter 4. We back on, y'all. I don't know how long I'll be back on, but we back on. Okay, verse John uh, chapter 4, verse, we stopped at 21. And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God. This what? Stop. Stop right there. That he who. Stop. This what? And this commandment. This is a commandment. Mm -hmm. I'm going to break down the scripture. This is commandment. This is a commandment to love. That's what this is. This is a command to love. Can God force us to love each other? No. God is commanding something he cannot force us to do. He doesn't choose to. I'll I'll say he can, but he does not choose. God doesn't choose. He doesn't choose to force us to love. Why? Because we have free will. Let's go. So now free will only gives you three options. Mm Mm-hmm. Free will gives God, when God gave, God limited himself to certain options when he gave us free will. He limited himself. When God gave us free will, he limited himself to three options. Now, you might find four, five, and six because you might be smart. I'm, I'm, I'm not that educated. Gifted. I know who I am. But I found three. Okay. Number one, God gave you free will. God said, I can't force you to do it. So I'm going to have to command you to do it. I'm commanding you because if I ask you, you may not do it. All the command does, it provides blessings and prohibitions. 
So I'll command you to do it. But with the commandment, the covenant, if you do it, I'll bless you. If you don't, the thou shall not. That's why God have to give you a command because it's sort of an agreement. If you obey the commandment, God never gave a commandment or an agreement and left it endless. There are no open-ending commandments. It cannot be because of free will. There is no such thing as an open-ended commandment. Every, com every command has something attached to it. If you love me and keep my commandments, I pray the Father send you another comforter. If you do this, I'll give you that. Because of free will. Because I can't force you to do it. So now I'm asking you to do something. But because of free will, I'm going to have to have a contract. I'm going to hold you to the contract. The second thing God can do is God can force you to do it. But God can't force you because it would violate free will. So God said, I can't force you to do it. The third thing God could do is God could remove himself from us. And if God removes himself from us because we're not doing it, what, does that, what happens then? It, thank you, which is the last enemy to God. You are on it. It is essential to our essence to have his spirit to breathe into us. We become living souls. So when God gave you free will, he gave himself a limit. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to hold you to the covenant. So when I command you to love, but I can't force you to do it. The question is, what kind of love? My point was that if you choose to love, it cast the perfect love cast out all fear. Which is, you're, you, we are saying the same thing, mm -hmm. which is the attachment. You get the blessing. Thank you. Exactly, yes. So yes, now yes, if yes, you yes, choose yes, yes. to love, uh -huh. I'll remove the I'll fear. Remove fear. That's the that's point. What, that's the point. I, we are going to get to the same <laughs> place no matter how we, how we talk about it. Yeah, truth. It's truth. It's truth. It's yeah. truth. I can't deny it. If I disagree with it. Right. I can't deny it if I, if I feel like I'm quasi-intelligent. Mm -hmm. You shall know the truth. And the truth. Shall make you free. Yeah. So it's truth. So now and God said. nothing like freedom. Nothing like freedom. So now I said, so, so if you love perfect love, you choose the love. Agape. Mm -hmm. Because I can't force you. I can't force Arrow's love. That's right. Yeah. I can't force Harold's love. So I can't force that one. So the other love is Philadelphia love. That's chemistry. If we ain't got no chemistry, we just ain't, we ain't lie. But there is a love that says, there's a love that's attentive. Agape love is simply the love that says, if all of us in the room are talking and you stand in the corner by yourself, I choose to go over there and talk to you because I don't want to see you stand by yourself. Mm -hmm. It's attentive love. And I can attend to you. I'm attending to you. That's the love he's talking about here. I'm, I, I get this, but I'm still stuck on this whole notion that, that God limited himself. Yes, sir. By giving us free will. Yes. Because that, I mean, that, that's, 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 that's another huge statement. You, but, 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 but what did he limit himself to? To his con to his word. Thank you. And he said, <laughs> my word is above my name. Above my name. That's how he limited himself. Giving us free will. And now it's the contract. And so now with the contract, 
He's holding you to one thing. Your yes. Hence the reason why there is judgment in the household exactly. of Exactly. Yes. So, you know, Bishop Johnson, one of the most, I quote Bishop Johnson all the time, pastor of um, Mount Pleasant Baptist Church. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your yeah, wise I man. Love Bishop yeah, oh, Johnson. Yeah, Bishop yeah, yeah. Clifford Johnson. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He would say, you don't break God's laws. They break you. Amen. Amen. He, it, you know it, he's right, right? It took a while for me to get that because like, oh, you do break God's laws because Mm-mm. you send the mess up. But the reality is, is the cost of the sin or the consequences of the sin are breaking God's law. Are you going think back a, on your yes. I like how you say it. You know what I say? I like that, though. I didn't think about it like that. But when okay. he said break the law, you do know if you break the law of gravity. Yeah. You the one for Yeah, they break you. So I was thinking like, you know, I guess I get it. It took me a while to, Bishop Johnson is something else. Yeah, yes sir, yes sir. It took me a while to get it, but now that's why I'm I'm understanding like some of this brokenness I'm feeling is because of I've gone back on my yes. Some of the things not moving and shaking the way I wanted to ain't because God don't want to give it to me. Talk. Or is because I really have gone into a space where I disqualified myself for it. Hence, the other side of fear, which is faith. Yes. And in the word faith, or from the word faith, faithfulness. Yeah. Which that which he requires of us. Yeah. Hmm. And this is why faith is the opposite of fear. Yes. Because you can't be faithful against something you're going. You can't. Yeah. You can't. You can't. And if you're going to keep on going, you have to deal with that fear. Yeah, it's torment. It's torment. If you're gonna keep I'm on so going, glad we're here now, Doc. We're yeah. here. I don't know where you thought we was going. <laughs> but I knew we was gonna get it. <laughs> we're here. Yeah. So that's why you got to keep going. This is the reason why when God say do something, and you're like, ah, what what they what are they going to say? Mm-hmm. And I fear. tell T all fear. I tell T all the time. It's here. Here is I give. I try my best to give fearless statements. Mm-hmm. And one of my fearless statements is it's never going to get better. You do. Yeah, that's good. That's a fearless statement. Mm. That's good. It's never. When are you going to stop talking about me? Never. 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 Just got to stop listening. (laughs) Mute. (laughs) Yeah, yes. I'm I'm trying to hear you. (laughs) Yes. When are you going to stop talking? They not. They not. Mm. When when, are they going to agree with me? They won't. Mm. They won't. But you get better. You just get better. You get stronger. Mm -hmm. I, I equate it to bills. Mm-hmm. The bills kicking your butt now, but if you make more money, yeah, it's still yeah. bills. Yeah. It's still bills. Yeah, yeah. Netflix gonna still take that money when you didn't know. You Definitely. know, they just snatch it. You don't even know. They just come through and just say, "Hey, yeah. you know." Randomly, <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> you look yeah. at your account fifteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, wait wow. a minute. Like, what you doing? You stop watching that. <laughs> <You don't start laughs> <watching. laughs> no, indeed. So that's that's what I mean by fear and being fearless. And what does it mean? So my question to you as a prophet man of god how do you minister to people that come to you that's saying i am afraid not what do you say to them how do you minister to them because it's a real thing we say false evidence is pain is real but i'm scared of i'm, I'm I, I, you, here it is, I, 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 I can go further man i know you got to go and their wife and babies i do too <laughs> i get it i get it i get it i get it i so get it but when the three greatest people, the three greatest, when your leaders die of crucifixion, being beheaded, crucified upside down, James thrown off a mountain, 
These are the leaders. Mm. The ones you look up to died shameless or shameful deaths. Wow. They did not die heroic deaths. The cross was not heroic. We just hail it as that. Jesus was crucified naked. And th- this is Paul, a head cut off. This is a reality I don't think we we as preachers think about. You know, like like saying Imagine your dad. Fear, yes. Imagine your great bishops. Mm. You look up to. Imagine them dying shameful. And I'm coming to you and saying, hey, take up your cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 What do you say? Yeah. <laughs> Paul, I mean, this is the things I think about. Yeah. We, t- we, we preach about circumcision. Uh-huh. Paul said, don't circumcise nobody. Paul said, let them get circumcised in their heart. Why? Why? That's fear. What's the fear? Who gonna clean them dirty knives? You talking about grown men being cut out of thousands? Mm. We don't think about these things. Mm. Paul said, "No, leader, let, let let that man Johnson alone. <laughs> Ain't got nothing to do with him being Jesus." Be, you, we don't think about these things. But when I see the when I see circumcision and why Paul said we don't have to be circumcised no more, this is what I see. I see who are gonna who are gonna cut these men. And number two, how long would they have to be healed, cut, before they get in that dirty water and get baptized? Mm -hmm. Because now, for the sake of Christ, you are ending their whole life. Paul said, man, leave that man Johnson alone. We don't see that part. We don't see that part. We don't see that part. So here are thousands of men compromising their families, Mm -hmm. their lives, their children, their futures, their posterity. Paul said, leave that alone. Main thing alone. Let's get his heart circumcised. Mm-hmm. How do you minister to someone? We're going to end it right. That's full of fear. Compassion. Let me hear it. Compassion. It, I it's think all on you. The only way. You can bring it home to you. Yeah, the only way you can minister to someone that's struggling with fear is, one, it may sound like church answer, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, really, um, that compassion helps you to understand where they are, to connect with them, where they are, and help to raise their faith to a higher place. Because we all we all deal with fear sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get sure. that call, you don't, you know, you don't, you never know. A loved one could be sick, a loved one could be dead, or mm-hmm. you look at your bank account, you know, you fear fear foreclosure, you fear mm-hmm. fear happens t- a lot to everyone. Failing. Fear of failure. Failing. Yeah. That's the biggest one. But th- we have to realize that fear is false evidence appearing real. It is It is interest paid before due. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it is you paying on something that you, you don't even know if you owe yet. You know, that's a waste of energy. It really is where you could be using faith to create something so much greater for yourself. So that's how you minister to them. Yes. You know what I do? Well, You might fail. Can I be honest? Yes. You're going to fail. The best of them have failed. Mm. But if you fail, get back up again. Mm. My family going to deny me. Yes, they are. Let's let's, let's just get Mm -hmm. to it. You're going to lose money and some more. Let's go get to it. People going to think I'm crazy? Yes, they will. Let's get to it. 
my heart going to flutter when I get up there and pop. Yes, it will. Let's stand up there. Everything you saying that you fear may happen, I say it's going to happen. So you think everyone's fears are realized at some point? You got Everyone, every fear. And so that, that, that means it has to happen. You've got to get to that other side to realize something. Faith. It could be false evidence. <laughs> <laughs> it could, could be false evidence. Like, oh, that's what I was afraid of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was it. It's typically like that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's almost always mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. embarrassingly so. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. I was All so worried time. about that. <laughs> And it was like I was, third, it was like five on, minutes. Come on, time. Yeah. come on, come on. Even in life, faith is a waste. A fear, sure. fear is a waste of time. Oh it's a waste of time. It's but, a waste but of you time. You gotta deal. We gotta gotta deal with it. Yeah, I get you. You gotta deal with it. You gotta deal with it. You gotta deal. People get fear, pregnancy, you overcome it, overcome I like that. it. I like you go. That. Yeah, it's, it's gonna hurt. Yes, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Put it out there. Huh? Yeah, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna tri- yeah. you're gonna die. Yeah, it's gonna okay. hurt. It's gonna hurt. Your pregnancy yeah, right. gonna hurt you real might. bad. Yeah. 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 I don't want I don't want no kids right now because kids are, you know, kids are gonna yes, they're gonna do that. They're gonna get yeah, on your nerves. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're gonna do that. Yeah. Then they're gonna, my kid ain't gonna do that. Yes, they will. Yes, yes they, they will. will. Yes, they will. <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> my child will never. Yes, he is. Yeah, yes, they yeah. did. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. I got Got news for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how many of us feel our, our I'm a life preacher. How many of us feel our first time? Oh yeah, yeah. Is it gonna be good? It's gonna be right. Yeah, 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 Am yeah. I gonna enjoy? It? It's gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be this. Yeah. It's gonna be that. Doing push-ups. Yeah, getting ready. Prepare, preparing, preparation, <laughs> practicing. Yeah, yes, I have to. <laughs> I'm done. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so oh, but once you got through it, you know, <laughs> it was great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I think I can handle this. Yeah, but yeah. I we can. still we still praying for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, thank you, sir. Oh man, it's my pleasure. Thank, thank you for you having so me. Much. Thank you. Thank I really you. wanted us to get to the day of judgment versus the day of uh, evaluation. I'm just saying we. Okay. Oh yeah, I didn't realize we we went this long. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You got kids, you got a lady. Yeah, you got, I didn't yeah, that, yeah. yeah, get out of here, man. I gotta get out of here. I love yeah, y'all. Yeah. We thank you so much. Thank you thank so you. much. Yeah, thank you. And I pray for you, man. I thank you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your ministry. Yes. And I'm praying for your future. Yes. I'm praying for Mosaic. Yes, Mosaic sounds entertainment. Mosaic sounds entertainment. Yeah. Nice. I'm praying for Mosaic sounds entertainment. Yeah. Yes. I pray that. Um, I pray that people follow your words and your deeds. Mm. I pray that your actions speak as loud as your words. I pray that people follow you even when you don't say anything. Mm. I pray God surround you with the right people. Mm. I have a pastoral prayer for you. Mm. I pray that God let you see your Judas. My God. And wash their feet. Mm. Pray that God let you see who Jesus is. And wash his feet. Mm. 
there are some things you may close your mouth to, but never close your eyes. Some things you can't say, you know this. Time it. But never be blind. The come that you may have. Open the eyes of the Lord. Pray that God always give you eyesight and sight and foresight. That's good. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Tia. Thank you. I was going to shake your hand, but. Dan, one of us, everybody. Dan, Dan family. I'm telling you, Dan, Dan, this man here is family. Yes, indeed. He is family. We have adopted him. Yes. We have adopted him. So tell your father. I haven't met his father. I haven't met his mama. I have not met his wife. I haven't met anybody. But he belonged. Y'all family is my family. We good. Yeah, we good. This is a good guy right here. To God be glory. Can't say it about a lot of people. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say, but it ain't good. We got a lot of work to do. My goodness. We got a lot of work to do. Yeah, yeah. It's quite a bit. It's the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. So they say they say they say anything about me. Just say he's a good guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, they say anything about me. Same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, sir. Appreciate it. We love y'all. Thank uh, you. Yes, thank you guys for tuning into this episode of Pastor Anthony Said. Listen, this is your spiritual podcast station, and we just brought you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. The only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side everything from a to z we love you so much and thank you for loving us this episode will be available in a few hours that's right tuesday every tuesday check out pastor anthony said y'all gotta watch this one my live went out twice yes it is what it is but y'all gotta hear this may god bless you real good Spotify. yeah 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 thank you blessings <laughs>